Welcome back to the Dot Live Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and with me as always is Rachel Grossinger. Hey, Alex. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, doing well. Uh, rocking this uh, awesome June day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, today we're going to be discussing some news stories, which we love doing every every week. Um, but before we do that, why don't we do a little segment we call "Getting to Know the Host"? Woo woo woo! woo. <laughs> so, I like uh, that. Yeah, what's something cool that's been happening in your world recently? Uh, funny you should ask. So I guess it was a few days ago. Now, my family we adopted an eight week old puppy uh a french bulldog her name is ren with a w not ren and stimpy which everybody has been asking (laughs) uh (laughs) she's a french bulldog she is a sweet little thing she's like five or six pounds at this point so she's tiny uh and she's just a little cuddle bug uh definitely challenging the sleep schedule Uh um you know, kind of like having a newborn. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, my, our other dog who is, she's seven, she's very playful with her. And that's really nice to see. And I have a toddler, he's 17 months, and he just absolutely loves this little thing. Awesome. So yeah, it's keeping him busy, keeping all of us busy. Keeping us on our toes. You got uh, a full house then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're really one to talk. <laughs> I don't know yeah, how to do with, it. Yeah, but with like animals involved, you know, I only have one more technically, you know, when you consider. One animal? Yeah. Well, we've got the, uh, a dog and then the three yeah. three little ones. Well, little ones. Geez, three, humans. three humans. Three humans. I'll just say it yeah. that way. Yeah. But, so you're not far behind, you know, with. The I number. guess. But yeah. I'm, I just, I think about it. I'm like, I don't know how people do back-to-back humans and don't i mean having a toddler and the like the extent that he keeps us busy and i just doubling down on that and yeah tripling down down yeah yeah and then a dog on top of that Mm -hmm. that's serious i mean puppies are intense for sure don't get me wrong yeah but humans even more humans are a whole nother level yeah. like you know yeah. it's and they it's true. yeah it's it's uh you know and they they can't walk on their own for a while like dogs can walk on their own which is kind of helpful i guess yeah. uh you can't really just send them out there but yeah uh i'm always impressed with people that have multiple kids i have to well, say i just am that's just well maybe someday you, you never know all right all right well that's cool good, yeah. good to know that's yeah. cool. that's a cool fun fact and thing yeah. that's happening in your world cool tell us tell us a fun fact about you ab well um you know, I don't have any new puppies or anything like that, but I do have a cool kind of family connection that I, I love sharing because it's, you know, it's neat. Um, it doesn't really af- affect me in the same way it would if, like, my grandfather was, like, I don't know, Tom Hanks or something like that. But mm-hmm. uh, my grandfather uh, was on TV and in movies. Uh, his name ah. was his name was Don DeFore. and. Mm-hmm. 
He was in probably about 30 plus films. The most famous is probably 30 Seconds Over Tokyo, which some people oh, wow. have heard of. Um, yeah. And uh, then there's, uh, he was on TV, uh, TV shows called Ozzy and Harriet. And uh, that's a big one. That's a pretty big one. And then uh, yeah. a TV show called Hazel, which um, Shirley Booth won some Emmys for her role as Hazel. So he was Mr. B on Hazel and Thorny, the next door neighbor on Ozzy and Harriet. And so anyway, it's, it's pretty so cool. cool. Yeah. It's, I love it. It's a fun, fun little thing. I never really got to meet any of any famous people visiting the house or anything like that. But my, you know, my mom growing up, uh, she met the Beatles and she, you know, oh. uh, all sorts of, you know, famous friends and that kind of thing. Uh, uh, growing it's up. so cool. I'm actually, so I'm looking this up on Wikipedia and mm -hmm. he has a walk of fame. Star. He's a star on the Hollywood yep. walk of fame, Yep, which is a big deal. He uh, was nominated in 1955 for best supporting actor in a primetime Emmy. Yeah. He has an Emmy at nom. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. He actually has it's a really full, cool. full size Emmy because he was the president of the TV Academy for a few years. Oh, and wow. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. It's, it's a it. neat, neat thing. You know, it, it, it's fun hearing my mom tell stories about um, yeah. growing up in Brentwood, California. And we've, uh, the, the the most fun fact about all of this is the house that they built in Brentwood, California, because it was like if you go there now, it's all developed and all these huge yeah. mansions and whatever. But they I were think Britney of, Spears lives there. Yeah, yeah. One of the I don't know were, why I know that. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> With the um, you know, like one of the first they were one of the first people to build a house in some of the parts of the canyon and in mm. parts of the Brentwood. And it's so, so cool. it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but the, the most fun fact is that Trent Reznor actually owns their house. Now the house that they, Oh my gosh, no in. way. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, hi Trent, ah, if you're listening. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. we drove past one time when we were visiting and saw him in, on the balcony and waved to him and stuff. So wow. that's, that's, oh my gosh, I love it. That's getting, that's the segment we call getting to know your host. Great. That was fun, actually. Yeah. Why don't we jump fun. into uh, the articles? So we have some news items to discuss, as you mentioned. First one, uh, Spotify has jumped on the live streaming bandwagon, thanks oh. to their new partnership with Drift. And, you know, this has been an obvious trend in the live, live streaming space. Sorry, music. You know, you and I, we've talked about it a lot here. Um, and no doubt there have been so many different types of use cases for live streaming. Music is just so universal, so it keeps popping up. And so, you know, like I said, Spotify has joined up with British firm Drift in order to offer up a virtual concert experience. Yeah, that's right, Rachel. Very cool. Interesting angle for Spotify to, you know, to get into this. But, um, yeah. you know, for them, it's all about fostering the connectivity, um, which they discuss in the article. It's it's so important for both musicians themselves and fans to appreciate. So throughout the next month, Spotify will be giving fans access to five intimate performances with producer Drift. They're going to be kicking it off with five pre-recorded live streams that include the Black Keys, Rag and Bone Man, uh, Bleachers, uh, Leon Bridges, and Girl in Red. 
Tickets are just $15 plus tax. Pretty cool. That's, wow, yeah. that's pretty cheap. Yeah, totally affordable. Um, personally, I, I love this. You know, I think I probably have mentioned uh, how much of an avid music fan I am. I know, I know a lot of us are. You know, it sounds like they're going to be also integrating concerts into the overall listening experience by making performances easier to find and helping fans track the events and artists that they want. Yeah, um, okay. So it's really going to be an integration um, and sort of an extension of what they're already doing. You know, and like you said, both the musicians and fans can appreciate it. You know, I know everywhere I look on social media, every day, all the time, it's like you see these artists talking about missing that connection, missing that live performance they were yeah. so used to. Um, and that's what they live for. That's uh, It's not just, you know, how they make their money, but they really, really, you know, thrive on um, connecting with their audience and, and sharing their, their music uh, and their artistry. So um, I think it, you know, personally, I think it's just been really tough on these kinds of musicians um, and, you know, generally any artist, right. But uh, this is going to give them another Avenue um, as we come out of this pandemic and move forward. So, you know, in my eyes, I think this is, this is, this is good news. Yeah, that's really cool. I think uh, we've talked about it in other segments before and, and, you know, I uh, was a professional musician for a few years in my 20s and played in a mm -hmm. band and, um, you know, I had nothing like 10,000 people in an arena or something like mm -hmm. that. But, you know, a few thousand people, you know, um, was probably the, the biggest crowd I ever played to, which was which was fun. And, you know, I'm serious it, to me. It was it was a cool enough. I got paid to do it. Yeah. So why not? That's um, awesome. <laughs> but the. You know, I think what we're we're saying here is that there's like that energy that you get, and and that yeah. that feeling that musicians get when they're in front of a crowd. I mean, it's not just about that the money. It's really totally. like it feeds part of your personality, and I totally right. totally can get that. Uh, so, but doing live streams um, adds, you know, an element for the fan where they're mm -hmm. doing, you know, they can really. You know, we talked about it. I think a couple of weeks ago, when Good Charlotte, yeah, they're, they're doing their their you know interactivity with with the live streams, and so I, I think oh, it's yeah. all of this is really cool to, to you know move this space into this. You know, you don't have to be there to really get into it, and the you know the artist doesn't have to see you to necessarily really get that energy. So this is all really cool, and I love the price point. I have to say. Uh, you highlighted the fact that it's so affordable. It's only fifteen dollars, uh, yep. you know, and you get to see some of these great artists. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there. these are pre-recorded live streams, so they're basically you know live concerts. You yeah. Know, uh, but I've bought DVDs of you know some of my favorite mm -hmm. bands and watched their their live concerts and, and really enjoyed those experiences. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Do you ever watch one of those? Do you have a favorite concert that you ever um, streamed and listened to? Well, not, maybe not necessarily. I mean, I'm sure I've, I've watched some shows on like DVDs, like what you're talking about. Yeah. But like even, you know, Austin City Limits, I'm sure oh, yeah. you've seen that on TV. Yeah. I, you know, I, I love that. 
yep. you know, and this kind of reminds me of that. It's a similar kind of idea, uh, it, you know, for $15. It, I mean, it, yep. it's certainly comparable um, to maybe not watching it on TV, but it's certainly the price of like a DVD, mm -hmm. you know, um, mm -hmm. it, you know, if not less than what a DVD would be. So, yeah. Um, yeah, some of some of my favorite. I think I saw Alison Krauss on Austin City Limits once. That yeah. was awesome. Uh, REM, Coldplay, mm -hmm. some really great ones. Uh, my yeah. favorite DVD I ever uh, purchased for to watch the concert was U2 Pop Mart tour live in Mexico City. Ooh. So good. It was so good. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. Well, next up, we've got a big one: Pinterest, which everyone knows uh, is their favorite uh, uh, app to pin stuff and look at, you know, your drapes and couches and that kind of stuff. Well, they're jumping into live streaming events. They just hosted a three-day event, virtual event featuring um, sessions with top creators like Jonathan Van Ness and Rebecca Minkoff, among others. The event um, was run inside their Pinterest app from May 24th to May 26th and was a public test of direct streaming content uh, for the creators to more than, they have almost half a billion users. Mm. Uh, so very, mm. very interesting um, test of what we've talked about before, which is that live streaming um, creator content selling, direct selling type of experience. So oh yeah, what do you think? It's all heading in that direction, you know, and, and this is just sort of a testament to that. And so here's a little tidbit I found out reading at this, reading this article, but apparently last fall, uh, Pinterest did a test of these class communities. Uh, I guess it was a feature which allowed users to sign up for Zoom classes through Pinterest. Huh. And uh, yeah, so they were, you know, they were tapping into I guess education having to really move online. And the idea was to allow the creators to use Pinterest boards to organize materials, notes, and other resources. Uh, it included a group chat function and other features. And it's unclear to me. I didn't, I, it sounds like it probably didn't take off. I mean, I, I haven't heard of it. It's not to say that it's not out there but anyway so the new live stream sessions are going to be quite different they're not directing users off-site to zoom for the sessions instead they're launching the live stream experience or they i guess in this case for this event they launched the live stream experience right in the pinterest mobile app um, which is definitely different than it was previously yeah i mean it sounds like they're they're catching up to a lot of some of these newer uh, platforms and yeah it sounds like users can comment and to interact with the creator during the stream the shopping function will include the ability to create um, tag products and with pin uh, product pins and and that kind of thing these live streams allow for three guests and an unlimited number of viewers uh, which is really great. I mean, it allows for a lot of a panel. So mm, it's, it's mm -hmm. kind of like a panel set up where, you know, you could have a moderator and um, ability to, you know, to have these guests interact and act, uh, uh, talk with people in chat. And of course, you've got the uh, online moderators who have the ability to remove people from chat if they don't hold the, uphold the Pinterest community standards, of course. Yeah. You know, always have those. 
Um, yeah. But, yeah, very cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think, so it's unclear to me if this is going to be an ongoing sort of extension of Pinterest functionality. I mean, obviously the functionality is there. They're rolling it out sort of here. At, they rolled it out with this event as a test, um, you know, and they tried out those those sort of class communities last year. It, it's sort of, it, it's one of those things where like, they're not going all in yet, or it doesn't seem like that. It seems like they're just kind of testing the waters to see what it really takes. Um, and so I think, you know, Pinterest is unique in that it's such a visual platform and people use it to discover all these ideas. Um, so, you know, it, it kind of just sounds like they're they're trying to figure out where they fit in, where their creators fit in from a live streaming perspective. Mm -hmm. um, but I think as a whole, obviously, it's going to be a win-win for the creators because it gives them a chance to, to really show what they have, show what they do and, and, and connect. Um, so we'll just kind of have to keep our eyes on this one and see what comes of it. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. Um, so for this three-day event, it sounded like Pinterest integrated with a live streaming platform. Um, we're not sure which one, but with that, they're unwilling to commit to how this will shape up in the long term. So, you know, it just sounds like it might be just a, a big test for them. Yeah, it sounds like uh, it sounds like they don't really know what they're going to do um yeah, long term interesting i mean if i were like etsy i would do some some kind of you know built in some kind mm -hmm. of live streaming creator platform right into their service etsy could that's do, yeah definitely you know like a qvc style you know live stream built uh integrate with zoom and just embed mm -hmm. embed like players right on their uh, etsy store that would be a really oh, yeah. cool thing but i i mean that's kind of like what what Pinterest is trying to, to do. So. Right. Yeah. I think Etsy and Pinterest are kind of similar in some ways, but very different in others. And I think it, it's, it's almost seems more obvious to do what you're suggesting for Etsy than for Pinterest, because mm -hmm. I think, you know, it's just, they're, they're, they, they're different machines, you know, from a curiosity standpoint, I'm, I'm kind of keeping my eyes pierced to see what happens here. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's like, it's obvious what Etsy's for. It's for shop owners to sell right. things that they've created. Uh, right. You know, with Pinterest, it's, I've used it, um, but I guess brands use it and yeah. it could be a way for brands to, uh, and influencers influencers could do some kind of affiliate program through their selling yeah. process. And um, so, I mean, I see the potential there. Uh, I, I, yeah. I wonder if it's just a matter of not enough testing or they needed mm -hmm. more time and, um, you know, a, they would roll it out to some beta users to see if it would be better than trying to do some big splashy uh, event, which is, yeah, very a public test is sometimes uh, you get a lot of data, but not a lot of uh, answers to questions. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see where, where they're going to go with that. Same here. Same here. All right. Well, those are the two big items that we had to, to discuss. And uh, aside from 
French Bulldogs and famous granddads. Um, <laughs> I think that's what we have for the show. Thanks, Rachel, for another great week of interesting topics and conversation. And look forward to two weeks. Uh, we're going to have a, a fun interview with uh, Nathan from Switchboard, and, and he's a, a live streamer himself. Uh, and that should be a really fun conversation. Thanks, Alex. This was fun. All right. Bye, Rachel. Bye. Bye.